or uh, suck dick for coke for free uh you said suck coke <laughs> yes it like, all scrambled together i'll suck dick for coke for free all together i'll suck you, coke you for invite free. you invite one of those awkward friends they're like hey you want to try some coke and he's like sure <laughs> <laughs> so hollywood <laughs> Okay, he said, let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. Welcome to the Happy Little Screams podcast, season two. Are you dead or am I dead? It's okay. The accident was 10 years ago, Father. Let like, go. Oh, it wasn't your fault. Oh, fades away. Oh, oh. <laughs> there was somebody, somebody just posted a generic, like, Scooby-Doo, where are you? I'm sorry. I miss you. And I was like, oh, ha, ha. Funny. You know, it's whatever. Playing on Scooby-Doo. Where are you? So I took a picture of a broken Scooby doll that was, had all the fluff pulled out of it so it was just like flat and just like mangled and i posted that and i posted rich ray raggy after wreck go re-raptor network men bro it rugged your bro i just wish she would go into voice acting <laughs> i will i am in voice acting i just don't have many jobs well we're we're actually working on a uh, puppet show that's going to event once i get the scripts done we're going to do that and really? Uh, Sean doesn't know this yet, but he will be voicing uh, some uh, characters in it. Could I voice them? Of course, I'm going to voice. I'll do it for free. I'll do it for free. He'll suck coke for free, (laughs) or suck dick for coke for free. Uh, You said suck coke. (laughs) Yes, it all scrambled together. I'll suck dick for coke for free. All together, I'll suck coke. You invite you invite one of those awkward friends. They're like, "Hey, you want to try some coke?" And he's like, "Sure." (laughs) (laughs) So Hollywood. (laughs) Dude, that was $100. Oh, uh, 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 somebody, somebody online was like, uh, what are the pronouns of the people in the human centipede? <laughs> and my, because it's one person, you know, they have pronouns now. And I was like, my pronouns are... And... <laughs> I, I just found a, a good analogy for the dynamic between me and him. It's just Beavis and Butthead. No! Yeah! I detest your analogy, sir. And I reject it on the firm okay, plantation of science. Give me a better one. It will emerge. Wait for it. Give me a better one. I need a hunting hat and a elephant rifle. Do haste. And a little a little Nubian Spanish Ray, boy. One, one moment. So I have to get you the hat. A hat? No! <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean a real hunter's hat. It's gonna be hard and white, like you a real hunter. About these things. <laughs> I told you back in Egypt, you can't be. And then I'm going to die of malaria, my boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a little context, just a tiny little context. We're both Gemini's, so we can both bounce off each other really well. Yeah, we're both, and I'm fat, so the bouncing just goes fluidly. I, I, I mean, that's why we don't do video because we're all fat and we don't want people to see that. Our voices come off as like very thin, very so hunky guys. So our- all the women, granted, they're all in their 70s and 80s, send us nudies because they think that we're like uh, strapping young hunks. 
And all, yes. all to our elderly audience out there, you're still sexy, baby. Five <laughs> years old. Like the rest. Is not on your side. No name. You're gonna die. Oh You're damn, gonna... dude. Let it die. Let it die. I imagine a seven-year-old seven-year-old grandma at home, like this shit rips these motherfuckers. <laughs> you guys gotta oh, listen my... to this podcast. These these boys, they say the bad words and stuff. They get me all wet down in my my unmoist area. Wow. I'm repeat this little wow. section. I, you know what? Saying old ladies are sexy is one thing. I'm gonna repeat this over section over and over. I love the way they sing. Talking about the hydration of their genitalia is a whole other matter. Mm. You don't have to so, make so, it all ready and all. I'm sorry, but I've gone into the Joe voice now. I gotta be like serious in a cop. Do, do five, five, next five minutes, Clint Eastwood, Clint talking Eastwood. about the movies. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll gotta, tell you what, you can bounce a voice to me and I'll do my best, okay? Uh, uh, let's get to the movies. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, did Sorry. you need hydration break? Me? No, I have hydration and I have alcohol. So right now I am oh, double fisting okay. to Jameson's cold brew. We are not sponsored by Jameson in any which way, shape, or form, except for the fact that half the conversations come after I've drank about a half a bottle. Double On top of that, I've got a glass of water that will not hydrate even half the amount of Jameson that I've drank. So, yes. Right. What do you want to start with, my friend? What do I want to start with? I want to start with this fried berry bullshit. Oh man! And now that guy's gonna hate us because we didn't so, invite, we didn't have him on, and we talked trash about his well, stuff behind you. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You told me about Fried Berry, and I watched that trailer, and I told you I did not watch it. And then you told me this movie is great. You need to watch it. Your words exactly, one hundred percent. I will die on that hill. Um. So then I asked you because you said that you had gotten a hold of the director. Um, to see if we could have him on because in my mind I'm like I don't want to talk shit about somebody's movie because there's always a reason for why things are done why things happen why you chose an angle why you chose people that couldn't act why you chose locations that look like shit why you didn't write a decent script there's usually a reason for that um, and we gave him a chance the guy was supposed to show up and didn't show up we even changed our schedule for him so on top of the fact that I didn't like the movie, now I'm not exactly very happy with the director because if anything, it doesn't hurt to be like, hey, dude, not going to make it rather than us having to reach out. So yeah, he was like, I was busy. It was like stoned or something. So no, I well, don't know. He, he was just like, it, I lost track of time. But <laughs> still, not not, it's not an excuse for a professional. Now, I did not look to see what this guy has done recently but when i did look uh up some of his credits it, he's mainly done short films before fried berry so obviously he's in the low budget area the movie looks very low budget the acting in my opinion was very poor i think that the guy who played barry was actually pretty good in the fact that you know he fit actually the no role. he looks like an alien the dude he, moves and talks like a freak he does he does but the way he acts as the alien, I loved. I thought that was amazing. That's probably the only reason he was cast because the time when he plays the heroin addict, I've seen lots of movies about drugs and I got to imagine at least 50% of them have got it right. And this guy did not seem like a drug addict. He seemed like an actor who was out of his 
or not an actor. He seemed like somebody they pulled off the street and asked him to act in a movie, gave him the script right before they said action, and was like, uh... Kidnap the hobo. I yeah. think the majority of their cast was just like random people they in South Africa hobos. off the street. It has a very much uh, old school indie where you're just like, hey, you, you want to be in a movie here? Stand here and say this line. I think that's why I liked it, though. But it felt- it's... It's also bleeds into that whole uh, Diane word thing where it's just like that's South Africa. It's like everybody Diane word like they've done their own dumb home video things. And even the people that they got in their dumb home video things were a thousand times better than any of these actors. Yeah. Any of them. But just it it feels like the the little girl was actually pretty good. The one that he saves from the thing. It's it's all trailer people, man. I grew up with trailer people. I think. I think a big. Uh, I I, th- I thought it was a surreal kind of. I, I don't know. Even though the bat. The so like the people of... and the locations and stuff is just random people on the street. So it's not really good acting. There's no real script. It's just everybody just kind of improving. Yeah, but we've seen movies like that before. We've seen movies like that before, and you you use the stuff that works, and you don't use the stuff that doesn't work. There was a great movie, and I believe it's ScarJo who's in it, uh, called Under the Skin. Yes, which is a good book, by the way, and it's a little different in the book. I hated the movie, <laughs> but the acting in it was good. And it was a low budget movie. And I did read a few articles because at the time I was really into, you know, that like really weird artsy indie thing. And they were saying that a lot of the stuff in there was not actually rehearsed. Like some of the people, like especially the car rides, they were people who didn't exactly know what they were doing. And some of it was ad-libbed and all this. They other did stuff. it very undercover. It was like those hidden camera shows. Yeah. And it was good. It was really good. And I'm sure that they did it multiple times. And we're like, okay, this take works. This one doesn't. So we'll use this one. We won't use this one. They, they, they this... don't tell any of the actors each other what's going on yeah yeah and 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 that's what that's the way i felt this was is that like they didn't know what was going on but based on the way the movie's done except for the few like street interactions like they must have been told what was going on they were just not good it was just random people very low budget like get your friends involved sort of situation yeah and i feel like the majority of the budget of the movie went into that ridiculous um abduction scene (laughs) <laughs> because i am all for nudity i am fine with male nudity i love female nudity um in fact i will watch bad movies for female nudity but to have an entire scene where you have to create a prosthetic penis in order to put a piece of metal through it why it, it had no point yeah but it, but but it had no point for the film like there was a lot of money that was spent there that could have been spent on acting classes acting class damn dog you ain't pulling no punches tonight i'm not like i said i wanted to talk to the director because i i've made shitty movies i mean the the one of the movies that i have out there one of my first movies wishbone i literally got a review where the guy said it's no wonder that this guy has not made a movie in seven years when you see this piece of trash out there you see that there's no talent in this director i've made plenty oh. of movies since then and i've gotten a lot better it was one of my first films it just so happened that it was one of the ones i want to hug you now no don't don't dude it, it's good everybody has their own opinion i've made I know, movies. the, the movie had a, a budget of ten thousand dollars five thousand of which went to me and my crew and then five thousand went into the film so we all make stinkers i get it yeah 
and I, I have excuses up the wazoo, some of which are just me making excuses and some of which are legitimate reasons why the film was the way it was. The point is, I wanted to give this guy a chance to say, hey, you know what? We legitimately only had $2,000 and these were the only people we could find. Okay, cool. Now I can't complain about your acting because you only had $2,000. You're legitimately asking friends and you're legitimately getting people off the street. Cool. You know what's sad is I bet that <laughs> I want to say that the by South African film standards that this was great acting. <laughs> uh, you know what? I want to say no, dude. No, like <laughs> I'm just imagine you go there and you like winning awards and all the people are like, it's the greatest job ever because their expectations are different than us here up next to Hollywood. <laughs> I, I don't know I can, there's a lot of stuff i can't explain but you don't you don't watch the movie for acting you don't watch the movie to be a movie you watch them this is one of those things where you watch it and it's just a bunch of random bizarre shit happening it's like on a bizarre screen. book it's like a music a video movie. the dude turned a music video into an hour and a half that's what it is <laughs> with no music okay yeah that's how it felt that's actually how it felt it felt like one long like it was it was very much like and then he climbs the mountain and he flies out of his shoes and he <laughs> green screen okay. flies across the countryside we'll, like, we'll get what the fuck is going on here and then he turns a lady pregnant and a baby pops out and then it's him just in a different outfit which is the best part of the whole movie, by the way. The, that whole beeline with the kid is what made me love that movie. I liked, I, 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 okay, so there were certain things I liked. But before we get to that, just make sure when you talk, lean in a little bit, cat. Uh, uh, lean in a little bit and don't put your hands over your mouth because it's, right. it's muffling. Um, so the baby thing, I loved that. I thought that was a very unique idea. Um, <laughs> it was very... Um, I saw that coming a mile away, but it was very unique in the fact that it grew up so quickly and, and all that other stuff. And I thought that was good. Um, and there were a few points that I really liked, like the fact that the alien uh, saved that guy uh, with the heart attack. The heart attack. And I was like, okay, that's cool. We're kind of going with a phenomenon type type feel here. And maybe he's going to do something good. But and you had the, the, the hospital where the dude was invoking one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, but the, but there was, and maybe this was the point, but there was legitimately no point. Yeah. There yeah, was no, there was no arc. There was, I mean, the, the, the wife really didn't change because the wife was like, oh, you know, you're, you're a fucking deadbeat. And then she was like, oh, you're not a deadbeat for these like 12 hours and I love you. And, you know, fine, but that's not really an arc change for her. That's an arc change for Barry. But that's not Barry. That's just some fucking alien. Um, See, this thing, fried Barry is just E.T. on acid, but without any of the characters. It's well, just an alien just stumbling through random bullshit. But there, but there's got to be. OK, if you're not if you're not going to have a point to a movie, like if you're going to do a uh, Quentin Tarantino death proof type movie, then you've got to oh, at yeah. least have good acting or. You've got to have some good cinematography. Like this movie didn't have good. Like I'll give it this. The points on the street and everything, the way the cinematography was going there. Okay. Because that felt like a man on the street that felt like Nightcrawler almost when he's out in the middle of the night and he's like wandering around. It felt good. 
but the rest of it did not like at points it was like oh i want to be an indie movie and then at points it was like oh we're going to be cinematic here because we're going to do a shot that kind of looks like we're on a dolly you know like make up your fucking mind like have a plan and this movie does not feel like it has a plan glad we glad we didn't bring the guy on i feel bad now <laughs> well like i said these my 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 opinions would have been questions that i would have allowed him to answer so all of these things that i'm saying right now or how i feel and they right. would have been posed as questions like like excuse me sir what 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 was your reason for the way the film was shot did you use professional cameras or did you use prosumer cameras and what was your reason for that that would be the question rather than like, than, we just, than this we just did a bunch of drugs and went out with a camera mate there's I mean, no reason if he, if he does like <laughs> does come on it, these are all things like these are inquiries that you're putting out to the world if he sees this what you said earlier is a valid. Which he might, that he might not. This, yeah. this is your opinion. You you saw the movie. Yes. I saw the movie. I thought it was bizarre and a novelty, and I like weird, bizarre novelties. I have some films that are completely unwatchable on DVD, and I love them because of the concept. And you watched it, and we're looking for a film, and saw the acting, and saw the cinematography, and you're like, "This is not a film. This is just a guy running around with a camera." And 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 we've watched some really bad films that we loved like yeah, um yeah. killer couch that is a killer, killer so hey, that's a good film it, i will stand I, on the die on the hill i i loved killer sofa but when you really look at it it's not a great movie especially for now like maybe back in like the 60s or 70s it would have been considered a masterpiece but the the special effects were kind of shoddy the acting was a little bit off but it felt like that was the type of movie they were trying to make, that that's what they were trying to do. And it worked. That's, that's my love with trauma back in the day is that these, these when horror, especially in horror, you have a passion, you want to get out there and make something that you're interested in and you have no money. And it's like a lot of really great films come from good ideas that people have to make very interesting concepts and a passion that carries it. And like Killer Sofa has a passion to it. You can tell these people got to set and they were like, we believe in this film. We want to make yes. this film. Yes. But fried bit. Well, well, okay. So I've, I've literally bashed the film for what? Uh, <laughs> what about, what about thematic parallels? The, the thematic parallels, like how the, the original lady had a child and then he went out as like he wasn't himself like like he his he was basically being controlled by a parasite created another child that looked like him while simultaneously like jumping from life to life to life to life yeah but but explain to me what like is that is that something that you really liked about well first of all it wasn't a parasite because the fact that uh, Barry was uh, taken up, and then at the end, after he goes up, they send Barry down. It, it yeah, was so definitely the whole an alien. Time it, was a, it was a clone. It was like a clone body they made, and they put yeah. the alien in it. But but explain like what what is it that you liked about those parallels, and and how did that how did that affect your view of the film? Well, I thought I thought it was interesting to think about like I, I don't know 
I, I, my thoughts are a lot, of, a lot of projection because he'll watch a film and he'll get the synchronicities of things that line up with like philosophy and storytelling and other things. What we're talking the, about here is that Friedberry is a very difficult movie to watch and is very polarizing because some people watch it and go, this is stupid. It made no sense. I don't like it. It's not very good made. And other people go, ooh, pretty lights and crazy stuff. And that's the divide between the two opinions on this film. Uh, but I, I mean, to, to, to your point, Sean, I've seen movies like that, like Climax. Climax, I don't know if you actually got a chance to see it. That movie no. feels like what this movie wanted to be. Let's watch it tonight. No. And, and as much as that movie I did not like, I appreciate it. To me, that's like a Citizen Kane movie. Citizen Kane is a movie that I think um, did a lot for cinematography and is an amazing film. I would never ever 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 recommend anyone for any goddamn reason under any sort of inebriation state watch that film unless you are planning on getting into filmmaking because it is overall boring it is plus this is the age of the internet you can skip all of that and watch like a 10 minute analysis of the film and they'll point out all the good parts yeah but but you can't do that if you're if you're getting into film if you're getting into film you need to watch it in order to see the the intricacies and the same thing with climax about lazy film no i'm just what about what i said what about lazy film (laughs) Uh, what is lazy film you're being lazy and you're not doing the work uh, well, but that's what Fried Berry was. Um, so, <laughs> like, Climax is another one. I would never recommend anybody who is not a huge film nerd or somebody who's into the bizarre to ever watch that movie because that movie is hard to watch. It is, yep. well, it is, it is amazing for its cinematography, the way it's put together, and the acting, considering the long takes and how much choreography it would take to get everything in it done the way it's done fucking phenomenal Just the logistics alone yes but that movie is, a, is 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 by far not something i would ever recommend anybody watch i can't even see a reason why anybody would even watch the trailer for fried berry after me watching this movie like it's just it's just it's just not there it's just not okay. there but to your to your point uh cat about the uh synchronicity between um the 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 kids thing the thing I got from that is the fact that Friedberry as a human didn't take care of his family or care about his family and his kid, but even the alien didn't care about his family and his kid. He cared about Friedberry's kid and family, but I think that was more of a, of a, uh, a research thing because he doesn't stay with the woman and the kid. He basically walks away from them as well. Yeah. My, my idea is that the alien is basically reliving everything in his life that he's basically going through that's kind of the point of the movie well he's was like, the alien picks somebody and goes through a day in their life and explores what earth is like and sees how humans behave and then beams back out and that's the entire movie oh it's really really just all the movie is is the alien stumbles through our lives well, to I, see what we're like disguised uh, as a person and then he's like this shit is fucked up i don't want to be around these people <laughs> But he does make friends, which was interesting. I mean, the the hooker and the wife, he makes friends with them. Yeah, yeah. And all the crazy people that normally you can't communicate to. 
I don't know. I like weird shit, man. I, I will buy movies that are unwatchable just because of a concept like that. Yeah, he has just he has lines of DVDs. I just... mean, I have this John St. John collection and that's just a person in a wheelchair with a mask for a face doing weird like YouTube sketches. Weird. Yeah, it's strange. It uh, there's There's a whole category of the internet that we don't even need to touch on <laughs> so what was it what was it about fredberry that that drew you to it well see you have to take from my perspective here that in the bizarro and the social and it's portland i want to blame portland as a bunch of you know young 20 something weirdos who love horror movies and bizarre shit out of portland who are like this is the best film i've ever seen and all of them are claiming it and going on about how much they love this movie so i watched it and i was like this is wild that guy's got a rod in his penis and now he's like getting a lady pregnant and he's shooting black goo everywhere and then he found a pedophile and he murdered him and then he saved all the kids and now it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest and then they have that weird blue screen driving where they're doing drugs and driving in front of a blue screen as they're escaping <laughs> uh-huh and I love that shit. I love everything about those scenes. And I'm like, oh, we watched a movie? I didn't realize that. This is the age of the internet. We watched just a bunch of random colorful pictures. Hmm. <laughs> it's not It's not a film. It's an art piece. And it's maybe it's not good art, but it's not a film. Well, it doesn't have arcs, doesn't have character growth, doesn't have story, really. It's just a alien randomly wanders through a South African city and then says nope and gets out. You know what? Okay, so if you look at it as just an art piece, I mean, in that respect, and I'm not going to do this, in that respect, um, like, I still fucking hate the film. I'm not even giving it an ounce. No yeah, territory no, in, for you. Uh, in that respect, I think I can almost appreciate it. It's it's something. almost because because I didn't watch it as an art piece. I watched it as a film. I watched it as a an independent film um, that I was expecting certain things from. Um, but as an art piece, because I know Warhol did a whole bunch of things that were really good but they were just art pieces. So he'd have like a 30 minute yeah. thing, like staring at somebody's eye. And it was a very unique art piece. It wasn't a film. Also though, Warhol was commenting on how the industry is, a, is just nonsense factory. And he wanted to capture real life oh, moments, yeah. which are it not is. exciting. I work in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. no, no. <laughs> um, so in that respect, I might, I might, say that it was not a horrible film well no i, I still say it's a horrible film it might be an, an interesting art piece. it's a horrible film but it's a something that happened and we experienced Here, here's the standard for me you know there, there's like good films and bad films but i have a place on my shelves which is can you name anything you've ever seen like this and if you the answer is no i can't really say this is like anything i've seen then it goes on that shelf there have been abduction movies. There have been wandering around on drugs movies. There have been uh, the living in the slums movies. I've never seen anything like Fried Berry, and it stands alone in its field. Maybe it's not a good film, yeah. but it is so 
unlike anything that you can't really reference it and explain it to other people because they don't capture the experience of what ex of seeing it is you know there's a, a lot of films where you just oh it's just like this film and this film they're like okay it's like that it's very easy to you know comprehend your mind around fried berry is just i don't know what they were on when they wrote it <laughs> well see that's 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 exactly my problem like it just doesn't it almost doesn't even seem. It, it seems like the entire thing was alien came to Earth, alien has baby, alien kills pedophile, alien goes back to <laughs> yeah. Mars. From but from a uh, a movie perspective, it's just gibberish. It's like completely like someone gra grabbed a script, threw all over it, and gave. Well, you you know you can yeah, like explain it way people would understand. A foreigner comes into a downtown city and gets lost in one of our cities. The movie and that's what our cities are like and wasn't that what borat was yeah borat oh was way God. done better and i hate borat borat's an alien no back um, to the point <laughs> about uh it i don't know why we're wasting time on fried berry on it <laughs> wait what's the other one what was the other one you wanted to talk about well, we'll this, for, for right now, we'll just talk about fried berry. We're staying on subject. I just, I think we've gotten all we can out of this and it's all just, just sucked, but I liked it, but it's terrible, but I liked it. Yeah. See, the, the thing is like, I, I, I want to, I, I really wish that we had been able to get this guy on because I, you just gave me a perspective of the film that I did not think about. I did not think about it as an art piece. I thought about it as a film. Um. I wonder if maybe this guy was trying to make an art piece that the things in it were there designed to showcase different things specific to what he wants to do with future films. Because I know at least a lot of the filmmakers that I know or DPs or, or directors, they'll shoot like 20 to 30 minute short films that do stupid shit because they want to showcase what they can do with a camera or they want to showcase what they yeah. can do with an actor or something like, like that. A yeah, and, and especially since I mainly did short films before this, uh, maybe that's what he was doing, but I got to imagine. Like I said, this was a short film. It was a three-minute short film, and then it got such standing ovations whenever he showed it that he got the funding to do a full hour-long feature or whatever. He, he probably did the abduction scene first. Maybe. Uh, maybe that's where the penis uh, probe came from. Well, everybody needs a penis probe. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, in, in the middle of the night when you're sleeping, you'll get a penis probe. You'll have your I, <laughs> I hope. I hope. We're going on like five. Have oh my you, God. Have you seen the short film? I don't think I've found the three minute version, no. I would like to see the short film. This is just speculation. It'd be interesting to see. Speculation so, in the fact uh, of, like, of what? Yeah, we don't know what's in it, so we're just speculating. Oh, oh, gotcha. That the okay, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I would like to see the short film just to see what it was that inspired somebody to put money behind this. I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of things. I, I watched all six of the Cremaster cycle. Okay, what's what's Cremaster? Well, that's a. I guess that's for another day. Uh, Cremaster uh, 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 is by a director <laughs> who um, he did. He worked on the Quasi-Quadi series, which is a famous director documentary series. He also did um, the movie with Bjork where she's on a ship. God, I hate Bjork. And he had a, he did it basically, he turned an art film into an actual film with her. But he did a bunch of very 
bizarre, experimental, unexplained live art pieces. And then with those, he did films that would play while you experienced the art project, uh, presentation. So the, it was a full thing. It was like an art exhibit. They'd have movies playing and they'd have other things like audio tracks and like things you could get, uh, physical things that would come along with oh it. My God. I, I just realized it was an entire have... experience. Why sorry. don't what? Sorry, sorry. Why don't what? Oh, I was gonna say you derailed the train. Now answer the question: Why not? What? I just realized why you don't like uh, the movie. It's just a giant Bjork song. <laughs> kind of, song. kind of, because the 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 Bjork music videos drive me nuts, and her songs drive me yeah. nuts. Like her 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 music videos are are stunning. Like the the VFX and and everything that they do. The in music them, bothers you. Beautiful, and the way they use her, she. It doesn't matter what they do to her. She always looks, even in the ones where she looks horrible, she looks beautiful. The Mikhail Gondry like, ones are pieces of art, man. Yeah. So so, so I, I can appreciate that. I can even appreciate her music because her music is phenomenal. I just, it's just not my cup of tea. It's not my thing. Yeah. 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 Well, anything else we want to trash fried berry for? <laughs> well, to be, to be, to be fair, I did not like the movie and I'm explaining my reasons. I, I don't mean to trash the movie, but I really did not like it. I, it, maybe it's, I just don't understand it, but I, I, everything that I think a movie needs was not present here. And I really wish that we had been able to talk to him this way. He could explain to me where the things are, or even, even if they're, they're not there and there was no point that they were going to be there why they weren't there or what his actual motivation was to this you know because and that, that's that, 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 that's what i really wanted to do when we were supposed to have him on um and it's a real shame that he was not able to uh to come on so you know i will say this uh it would be interesting to learn those questions i just i don't know if we should bring him on at a point in the future or not especially after making this episode well you know to be to be fair uh this is about the end of the episode so if uh if if the director or somebody who has who knows the director um wants to uh reach out to him or if he wants to come on and and talk to us i would love to hear why he did the things that he did and why this film was made so uh, i guess this is like the uh what is it uh when when prisoners get second chance what is that called I, I mean, know. I do feel bad. I, 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 I have been very harsh on this, but I, I really feel like I wasted my time watching this film. Let me just say this, okay? All the uh, bizarro authors that I follow, I love this movie for whatever reason. Oh, geez, are we gonna lose all I them? I can't as explain our, uh... it. <laughs> they like they like weird shit, and this categorizes in the weird shit category. So they rave and rant online about it. But dude, you've 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 given me weird shit to watch before, especially that these guys, your, your friends on your networks, have loved, and I've loved almost all of them. This is the only one that I've had this strong of a uh, of a uh, of a vice nice. against. <laughs> so I, I guess what the direction we should go if we're we're not going to continue on to a different movie is that what what makes a difference? What creates the barrier between? 
two different sides of the I movie. I don't know, man. There's, there's we've already there's clearly two different opposite like views. He doesn't like it. It's odd. It's odd one out. It's like the films worked, but this one for whatever reason sticks in your mouth and you don't like the taste of but it. Why? And why does that's, it do that? just happens well, we've had movies like that where i love the movie and he's like it just doesn't work for me yeah i, I think i've been very clear as to what i didn't like about the movie yeah but what yeah. do you like like about like, like, we've, like we've already covered this and i'm so fed up with talking about fatty fried berry now. <laughs> after you were like i you know i'm like hey you really got to watch this film i might get the guy on and then get us exposure and you're like i don't like this piece of shit and i was like oh my god let's not talk about this ever again and bury it in a hole well you know what though like i said i wanted i wanted to talk to him to get his opinion um but uh, and yeah, as I said uh, a few minutes ago, if uh, the director hears this and has gotten this far, we would love to talk to you. If not, totally understand it. No big deal. Uh, but uh, I believe every artist deserves to not that they need to, but deserves to be able to defend their art. And I would love to actually talk to you to find out why this was made, how it was made and what choices you made and why you made those choices, because I would love for you to change my mind. I mean, Sean has already given me another perspective on this, not thinking about it as an art film uh, and thinking about it just as an indie film, which are two totally different types of uh, types of genres. So that does give me another way to look at it. And, you know, in, in a lot of ways, in my mind, allows for some of the things that I have an issue with, but uh, still... Uh, I was not a big fan of this film and I would love to talk to the director, but uh, if you have gotten this far in this podcast and uh, you did like anything that we said, um, please go to our website, uh, happylittlescreams.com, go to our Patreon and give us a dollar here and there because uh, we're both starving artists. You would not know it by looking at us, but we are both starving artists. Um, Uh, but yeah, if you like what you heard, please like, subscribe, share us with other people. And uh, until next time, keep those screams loud and not fried buried. <laughs> you getting fried buried in a hole. Yeah, again, fried buried. <laughs> Bury the entire podcast in a hole. Get it? You're supposed to stop and let the silence so that we can end the episode. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye.